Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. Today we have Jim Parkin, Kim Severe, Pastor Kim. Good uh, afternoon. Myself, Ashley Chandler. We're excited to have you all back. So today's episode, we're talking about the age-old question, where was God? Mm. And talking about when bad things happen, where was God? So, and also, too, what it means to fear God in those seasons of bad things. Because for a lot of people, I was kind of just sprinkling this, this topic out there this week during my work week, and people just were looking at me like I was off, like, off the meds <laughs> like so times are bad and you're you're telling me on one hand to trust him but then also to fear him i don't get it so well i don't know how you want to launch into this but i do believe by and large there is a a, a serious loss of the reverential fear of god absolutely in society in general but even in the body of christ there's a a, a loss of that reverential fear right he's he is uh Jesus is my homeboy, you know. He's my yeah. he's my best buddy, and um, the big man upstairs. And um, you know, I got an understanding with the man upstairs, and we're good. And when I was a hospice chaplain, I heard people tell me that I got an understanding with the man upstairs, and we're good. And I said, "You mean the creator wow. of the universe, right? That says that you must have a relationship with him through his son Jesus in order to go to heaven." That guy, yeah, right. That's the that's who you're referring to as the big man upstairs, and so I, you know, and I I do see that lack of that fear, and my biggest fear is that I'm gonna that I'm gonna miss it, and I'm gonna um, and I'm gonna end up in the cold. I still go back to the associate pastor in the uh, in the Left Behind movie who was left behind because he was faking it for all those years. Yeah. And, I, and so I, I do my best to be sincere and God, Holy Spirit, let me know when I'm faking it and slap me around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. God's good to let you know. <laughs> He's for good. sure. I love the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. And it's always so good, too. Like, I, I you know, like Pastor was saying today, like, he he loves you. And he's good, but he—he's not—he's he, what was he saying? He's not an abusive father where he's just going to be mean and malicious. But at the same time, like he's good to to be firm and to, well, to yeah. correct you too. So thank you for that, Lord. Absolutely. And he knows how to deal with each and every single one of us differently <laughs> based on how he's well, yeah. knows together, and it, which is necessary. Hey, dude. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. We parent all of our different kids differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was thinking about, too, when I was thinking about this, and, and kind of the heart behind it was, you know, I'm always thinking about paramedics and EMTs and nurses and doctors and trying and watching kind of on the sidelines sometime and watching people trying to reconcile when, like, at the t- technical level, speaking from, like, industry standards, we've done everything 
exceptionally, mm, but yeah. people still die. Yeah. Right. And so having people be like, you know, who come to me and angrily say, well, where, where's this God of yours and how mm. could he let that happen? You know? And so I was thinking about Matthew ten twenty nine. you know, the, the story of two sparrows, you know, and how, how God knows, you know, God's never absent from the equation, no matter what's going on, nothing happens outside of his care. And that's hard to really wrap your head around, even as a believer. Yeah. You know. I think especially as a believer sometimes. Especially as a believer. (laughs) Because I know, I know what he can do. Right. And you want him to do that every single time how you want him to do it. Right. Which And it's just, these are hard topics on purpose because these are the questions I'm most frequently asked. Yeah. You know, and it's those things, you know, trying to wrap my head around how did my dad at 47 how is he having Alzheimer's symptoms oh this makes no sense right and I'm at that time I'm 18 so I don't really but looking back now that makes no sense that's not supposed to happen you know for you Ashley your brother's not supposed to be in a car accident right that's not normal no that's not supposed to happen no you know yeah your grandchildren Pastor Kim that's not how it's supposed to be we're all believers here. This is, it's not supposed to go down that way. You mean my life isn't supposed to be all perfect now that I know Jesus? <laughs> right. Well, hey, I signed on. Uh, I, I raised my hand. I signed on to the program. Where's my perfection? Right. right. You know? And it's just, you know, and, it, and to the contrary, it's explicit in the Bible that it's not going to be easy. Right. You know? Into and every life, some rain must fall. Absolutely. What's the old song? I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. There you go. But at the same time, there's a lot of promises he has made. Yes. And we do have a participation, and um, he's called us to to pray and contend for his kingdom to happen here on earth and to welcome that. So, you know, there's there's a real, that's why we refer to such a, a, a warfare, a battle going on. Right. There's certainly stuff going on around us, and we, um, Need to get in there and get fighting, you know. Always, so yeah. There's always, and it's big and small. But I, I to be you honest, know? though, after my brother passed away, um, I it took a, it. This is this is a true story. It took a few days for them to do um, the autopsy and stuff. Um, my brother had struggled with alcohol in the past and everything, and so I think that they were just. My mom wanted just that extra piece to know that that wasn't. What right. had happened, and I don't know. We've it's weird. Our family has talked about some things and not talked about other things all this time. It's just we're all doing it different. Um, but I I would lay in bed at night and pray that God would like raise him back up. That he would he would you know he's he's dead now. But your word has said that you you bring people back from the dead. So right. I I did, and then we went to his funeral and. That was that, you know. So, okay. so I mean, I I know what God is capable of. I know what His Word says, and so, but um, I think um, I, I want I want um, at the end of the day, God has promised us His salvation uh, through Jesus Christ, and that being something that the devil can never take away from us. Right, Amen. and that you know, don't fear those that can um, take your physical life, but fear the fear the one that can. Yeah. To, to rip you for, away from the Father for right. all eternity. And so um, 
there's, I think in this life, we, we see the surface of what's going on and there's deeper things going on. Right. And not to say that those lives don't matter in those situations. That's not what I'm saying at all. But, um, but your relationship with the father is more important. You knowing your savior, you knowing your heavenly father is more important than anything else in the world. And so that's what we're contending for. Um, and yeah, we're contending for all the other stuff too, you know? Yeah. So what does it mean? I was thinking about this. What does it mean to fear God when things are bad? So I noted down here is, is to fear God is to honor, revere, respect, yeah. extol, and to trust him in faith that he is good and sovereign and present when life seems to be unfair and out of control. I like that. And it's, you know, which is hard to really... Right. Profoundly See. difficult to do. Well, because yeah. we are limited. We have like what pastor... Like if you... You should watch the live stream from today, June, what, 23rd? Today's 23rd. Watch today's Freedom Center live stream because he talked about um, your spirit man, your soul, and your flesh and how that all interacts. Like, you're not going crazy. You do wrestle with trying to trust and believe, and there are times where you're like, you're full of faith. So there is a wrestling match there because there's multiple parts of how God has knit you together that is all working together at the same time. Or working against each other. <laughs> the, the man who brought his son to Jesus and said he throws himself in the fire. Right. And uh, Jesus says, well, if you'll only believe. And the man said, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Yeah. Right. Because there's still a, a, a modicum of that in us. Yes. I do believe you, God. I've seen miracles in my life. I've I've experienced some things in my in my, I mean, I've seen them happen to other people. And as I think of some of the circumstances and situations that he has brought me through and, and the things he's done for me, I, I could call some of that stuff miraculous, but I'd still struggle with some semblance or some modicum of unbelief. Mm-hmm. Right. What the heck is up with that? And Isn't yeah. it a trip? I mean, because I will tell you this, from my from it's my a side, bad trip. It is, <laughs> dude, bad it is trip. a horrible trip, but check it out. So like just a couple of weeks ago, and I have seen same thing. I've seen people in that in this main auditorium prayed over and healed, like from cancer, man. And I've had where my knees are all messed up from being old and a lifetime of skateboards and all that stuff. And I'm hesitant to, hesitant to even ask people to pray for that. So I just <laughs> drag my legs around. So then I come a couple of weeks ago. I come to youth, and one of our students is like. God gave me a word, and someone in this place is hurting, and we need to find them and and pray for them. I'm like, right here, here I is, you know, like, <laughs> yep. And they prayed, and I swear, man, like, not instantly, but by the time service was over, I'm walking around, like, pain-free, and going, holy <gasps> smokes. Amen. Dude, I should have been buying into this years ago. Like, what was my problem? But it's like you said, it's like that little bit of yeah. like, I don't know if it's yeah. really going to work. And then if it doesn't, someone prays for you and it doesn't, this this idea, I've talked to friends, where now they feel bad. They feel bad, oh, this didn't work, and that's my fault. And then they get caught in that yeah. weird enemy-created shame spiral. Okay, true story, true story. Walked out of service one time. I was on the worship band, walked out, awesome day, awesome church service, awesome whatever. I ran into a friend I hadn't seen for a while. I was like, how you doing? You know, she's like, oh, I got a really bad migraine. I'm like, I'll pray for you. Put my hand on the back of her head, prayed for it. It was just like, yeah, you know, like wasn't really like I meant it, but just kind of like was just in just 
that mood of like, yeah, okay, let's put oh, whatever. Okay, let's do it. Right. And she looked at me. She's like, it's gone. And I'm looking at her like, oh, like I didn't expect yeah. it. Like I didn't expect right. Like I just figured, you know, like, hey, I'm praying for you, but I'm being intentional to actually pray for you now and just saying that right. I'm going to pray for you. And we just are both looking at each other like, we, we didn't expect it like <laughs> to be like, just like that. And, um, I'm like, well, cool. Okay. Well have a great day. Right. <laughs> so like gave her a well, hug and then know, went and, it's a, and like we're saying here, even for us that are believers, it's, it's that constant, like <laughs> you were saying that constant, there's that's that little, you know, when we should, we've seen it, especially, you know, for me, really my only, I grew up in the church, but really my only frame of reference is this church fellowship and actually witnessing time and time again where people are healed and still to be like, ah. But you know what? I think in those moments, it's okay. I think that we can start doing that drill down of like, okay, God, why am I thinking this? Why am I feeling this? Like lead me, like show me. And then those, those, that's okay. Those are opportunities to go deeper with the father. Right. So that's okay. Just I, I, you know, because uh, I've I've had moments where I'm like, okay, now I'm doubting, now I'm being a turd, now I'm gonna like self-loathe and like hate myself right. for it. And that's also it, the enemy at work, right? So trying to pull you away. Right. What's the scripture where it says like a lion on the prowl, like constantly looking, watching? Yeah. Ready yeah. to drag that gazelle right down. Like a roaring lion. Yeah. Unlike the actual right. lion of Judah. Yeah. So this this next one, when it comes to to fear God is not me. I heard this from someone else, but I want to share it because I love the way it said. It says to fear God is to trust him even when, especially when all evidence says he can't be trusted. And I wow. think that is, that is heavy, but it's like we're saying here, it's, those are the things. And, you know, we're in this world and for, for veterans who are in combat and for first responders, who guys that are standing a line right now in an industry where everyone says they're bad, you know, police officers. Like, there's guys that make mistakes, but that doesn't make every law enforcement officer worldwide bad people Amen. doing it wrong, right? There are bad paramedics. There's people that take shortcuts, which cost people their lives. But there's bad pastors. There's bad teachers. There's bad parents. And there's, you know, and it's just a fallen world. And it's, I think that's important to come back to. It's a fallen world. Mm-hmm. But, like I said earlier in the episode, nothing happens outside our Father's care. Right. And He is working in all those things. And as believers, we get to welcome that authority. I think I had been a Christian for a long time. I believed in Jesus. I did not allow that Lordship of Christ to reign in my life. Until later on, like a few years after Nick and I were married, because we like wanted all the right things. We were trying to like make all the good decisions and be good Christians and stuff. And we were like hot mess all over again because there wasn't allowing that lordship, allowing that authority, allowing that that holy fear of God to dictate how we ran. Like we were just trying to do our best out of our own righteousness instead of having his direction and his discernment and his spirit guide us. Right. Because he does have the whole picture. He does know what he wants you to do and what the right path is. He's got great plans for you and how this all works out for your best. And so to take his lead is really in your best interest. Absolutely. And another little commercial. 
I have a tendency to do these little commercials during these. You said, you, you, and I want to backtrack to what you said, Ashley, that someone asked you to pray and you said, I will. When that happens, don't go away and trust that you're going to remember to pray. Pray right then. Yeah, You've probably heard other people encourage you, counsel you to do that. Pray right then in the restaurant, in the grocery store, in the bathroom, wherever. Pray right then on the phone. If you're on the phone with them, pray on the phone with them right then. It's, you won't forget that way, and you'll have a much better chance of remembering that you did that and pray more later. Well, right. and it's cool for your kids to see. For So for those of you that have got families and stuff like that, it's helping your – it's boosting your – like bravery, like that, that muscle that, you know, Absolutely. raising you up, but your kids also get to see like, Hey, this person has a need. We're going to pray for them right now. Right. And it doesn't have, it's not rocket science. Like you don't need to pr- pray in like the old English, blah, blah, oh, yeah. blah. Like God, like this person needs your healing today. Please touch them. Please heal them. Please provide whatever wisdom to medical staff, like whatever, you know, right. it, it's, it doesn't have to be. It have to be all eloquent and no, stuff like that. Just, it doesn't have to be super long. Have a conversation with yeah. God and ask him. Yeah. Amen. So kind of so to wrap this episode, what I want to share with our our listeners and our first responders is that we talked about the verse Matthew 10, 29, where it says when two sparrows fall, you know, um, to paraphrase here, they don't fall outside the Father's care. He knows, you know, he doesn't say that sparrows won't fall. In fact, Scripture is pretty explicit that bad things will happen. So even little innocent sparrows will fall. And that doesn't happen outside his care. So what I want to leave you with if, is that if that's the case, these little birds that I think Scripture says they cost like two cents, you know, on the cheap, cheap for these little birds. If he's get it, I get it. Cheap, cheap. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Well played though. If but if sorry, they dangerous. are if they are those little sparrows are so important to God that He knows they're gonna fall then how important do you think those that he died for are? Yeah. Amen. That's good. Before you go, I just want to say I'm really grateful for this, for you guys, Ashley and Jim, and really grateful for you, Nick Chandler and Carrie Parkin and Jason Hiddle. I love you guys. Well, we love you. Thanks. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, you guys have a great week, and we'll see you next time.